An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Web in episode 447. It's part two of our New York Comic Con Spectacular. My name is J.M. Clark, I am your host, and this episode is all about the writers, kids. That's right. We have chats with the writer of Montecore, Mr. Eric Palicki. Also, the man behind Headlocked Comics, the wrestling comic book empire, and Mr. Michael Kingston. And a chat with our friend, Mr. Jeremy Adams. That's right, you know him best for writing The Flash, and as it turns out, he can only write things with Flash in the title. Because he's taking over Flash Gordon, kids. Good times and deeds. These are all fun, fun time chats. I hope you do enjoy them. Again, New York Comic Con was a hell of a grand adventure. Stay tuned. We got part three coming up for you, too. Got a, got a little bit of horror influence going to be happening on that one. We're all very, very excited about. But for now, please enjoy Part two of An Elegant Weapons New York Comic Con Spectacular with Michael Kingston, Eric Palicki, and Jeremy Adams. You like that? That is awesome. That's my Zoom. That's the most legit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. mini. I thought you were just cell phone or something. Man. No, man. They made I, this years ago. That is like. It's like portable recording. Dude, that looks like a Ghostbusters. Yeah. And like, it's cool because you know how many awesome voices have like spoken into this thing oh, over like ten That's fucking great. years. That's right? great, dude. It's was, cool. Let's hit it. Whatever. Yeah, we're, we're doing it. We're kids. doing it out. We are here with our new friend we made back in Philly early in <laughs> the year, right. the writer, Mr. Jeremy Adams. Oh my gosh, Philly feels like a thousand years ago. Doesn't it? But I had so much fun in Philly. It was a blast. I did every touristy thing within two days. Oh, yeah? It was crazy. Liberty Bell, like five minutes into landing, uh, Rocky Steps next day, I ate a thousand Philly cheesesteaks. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. I used to do this show, the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah. But it was one of these shows that was out of town. Oh, okay. It was like in the Oaks, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I, like, for years, I kept going down there for yeah. the Great Philly Con, and yeah, I yeah, never yeah. act. That was actually my first time in uh, Philly proper. Oh man. But it was awesome, man. Yeah, I had that was a great my first time. time in I worked really... hard that weekend. Yeah, I bet you did. I think you that was the most of... panels I've ever done in oh, a show. Oh my gosh, I'm already beat here. It's just... right. It's it's loud, like the level of amount of people. Like every comic person is here right now. This year's insane like, staff. Frank Miller's gonna be here tomorrow, and I'm just like, I'm gonna be breathing the same air. <laughs> and then, is this your first New York? No, last year was my first New York, but I was I was here for two movies. I was here for Super Sons okay. and a Mortal Kombat movie, and then uh, and I did a couple like a little bit of tabling, and then this year it's comics. Even though I have a, a Mortal Kombat movie coming out on Tuesday, which is oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Johnny are you Cage. Just recently allowed to talk about that? How did no, this no, affect no. you? No, uh, no, no. Well, the animation was under a different union. Oh, So that's there's right. two unions, so one was striking, one wasn't striking. But the Mortal Kombat, it's called Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. Joe McHale's Johnny Cage, Gilbert Godfrey's last performance, I think. What? And Jennifer Grey as Jennifer Grey. 
and it is just bonkers. How long have you been sitting on this? Because Gilbert, yeah, he's and he been passed away. Yeah, so we, I wrote it probably two years ago, and wow. it takes that long for like a process. It like the process. Like longer, I know. Since we had the blip. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. yeah time, it totally right? messed the time. Like last time I was here was 2017 or 18. Wow. But it feels like a couple only, years ago. No, it only feels like a year or two yeah. because of that weird. Blip, yeah, right? the blip, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Exciting news for you this weekend. Yes. Flash yep. Gordon. Flash Gordon. As somebody said, oh, Jeremy's just gonna do all the flashes. It's not just. <laughs> I got Jay Garrick Flash next week. I've got Flash Gordon coming out. I'm like, well, is there a Flash dance? or like a Jumpin' Jack Flash or like you have to do the movie adaptation yeah. somebody said you should do a Flash Thompson book I was like I would totally do that no, <laughs> you know just cool? to do if it they brought back the old like Marvel movie adaptations I know oh dude tried to make it like screen actors. those were awesome yeah they, yeah. Were the best, they did it for everything so many yeah, things yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a Highlander uh, dude I somebody said now you just gotta do a Highlander I was like I'll quit everything to do a Highlander. Yeah. Highlander's my thing. Is it your jam? Me too, It man. was like my senior thesis in college. What? was like on the editorial stylings of Highlander. That's amazing. And the, the, you know, and I have like very distinct opinions. Like, I remember when the director's cut came out and I really liked the World War II scene in it, but the director's cut totally ruins the surprise of the movie up front. Yeah. With the Madison Square. We're, yeah. Like I said, I yeah. could talk about Highlander all day. <laughs> no, no, no. I freaking love Highlander stuff. Yeah, because uh, not only did I grow up like I was a fan, but I I got into the show. Oh yeah, I've got all six DVD Duncan McLeod, man. Show. Yeah, like they were smart. They suckered me in because they had Christopher Lambert in the pilot right? episode. Well, that's, that's how you do it. That is. Right? There's the connection right and, off yeah. the bang. Now we feel like it makes sense. Yes, now yes. We don't feel like it's too cheap. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like all those crow shows. Dude, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, Mark. Casco's played one. Yeah, I love Mark right? Casco's. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I love it. Iron Chef. Yeah, right? Iron yeah. Chef. But he was in this cool movie called Only the Strong. He's like a martial art a prodigy. His parents yeah. are like he's an unbelievable martial artist. And he did Only the Strong. He did uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. Uh, the same Crying Freeman. He's a live action rendition of the, the graphic novel. Oh, damn. All these awesome martial arts stuff. And he was the voice of Richard Dragon in my Batman Soul of the Dragon. And when he came, when I met him, I was like, I'm a big fan. And he goes, oh, thanks. He's super nice. And I go, no, I'm, I'm a really big fan. And I, and I start naming <laughs> off. And he's like, oh, you're like a legit fan. I'm oh, like, okay, yeah, dude. And then my buddy brought nunchucks. And we got this great picture with him. Anyways, oh, awesome. I'm a nut for that. So uh, who are you doing Flash for? Mad Cave. Mad Cave oh, Studios. Oh, that's amazing. They're got, crushing it Yeah, they're year. crushing it. They're pushing hard. We've got Alex Segura's doing Dick Tracy. Uh, Steve Orlando's doing Gotcha Man, and then um, I'm doing uh, Flash Gordon. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't know really they are going to do some Dick Tracy. Yeah, dude. Uh, you, if you haven't seen the, um, the, the, the poster for it, it's awesome. It's like, it's such a good, it's, a, it's such a good Dick Tracy cover. It's right, like, right. oh man, I'm kind of scared of this Dick Tracy in right. a good way. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool. See, I had this weird thing. Like, I didn't have a dad. I was mostly raised by my grandfather. Okay. So a lot of the things I was like. You had like this weird. Okay. So I was That's raised on Zorro and yeah. the Lone Ranger. Zorro so good. Tarzan was my yeah, chair, yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm an Edgar Rice Burroughs right? crazy person. Yeah. So I was raised on all that stuff. The Jungle Book was yeah. the books I was given. To yeah. Read That's cool though. That kind of That's stuff. That's kind of cool though. Oh, it was awesome. Like, yeah. So I have a certain 
an appreciation. Yeah, 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 my yeah. grandmother was a legit Bobby Soxer. Wow. So I grew up, like, she still had her poodle skirt. Wow. And she would just play 45s for me growing up. Like, Great Dude. Balls of Fire and Elvis 45s and Chuck Berry. That's just love amazing. that shit, I love right? it. I love it, dude. That's so what, uh, are you excited? You, you know, like, it's always excited. turning like, over with yeah, ideas? Yeah, oh, always. Um, and it, it's one of those things where I... I, I've only been doing this for a few years, comic books. Sure. And so there's a little bit of me, like, I just want to establish myself and have fun doing it. Yeah, like, yeah. I love comics. I'm older. I didn't break in until I was older. So it was like, they let me in, those fools. And now I'm like, oh, you'll never let, you'll never get me out. Like, I'm going to spread myself so thin. And then, and, and then because I just want, you know, the, the more you do, the more that, like, I think they let you do in some ways. Oh, sure. And I and I want to touch them all. Like I want to, I want, I want, I'm Pokemon. I want to get them all. No, dude, I completely hear yeah. that. Like in the realm of like Brad Meltzer and these guys. Like, oh my gosh. That ill, oh man. my gosh. Certain they're the guys best. are just good writers. Doesn't matter what they're oh, writing. Oh, that's kind. That's really kind. They're good storytellers. Yeah, 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 and yeah. That's yeah. what you got going for well, you. Well, right? thank you. But I've had like. As long how, as we keep the word Flash in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's gonna fine. <laughs> I mean, how many? You're standing on the the shoulders of giants, though. You know, I I once. I've been. I remember when they asked me, Flash. Oh, do you have an idea for, for Flash? And I was like, I'm a man of a certain age that's been reading comics my entire life. Like, I've got a backlog, yeah, like every files. fan does, of like a thousand stories. You know, so I'm, I'm super glad that people are letting me do some of them. There's a lot so they don't let me do. <laughs> it's just, it's great you're getting to do all this stuff that you Thanks. love, dude. Because you tell how much you love. I love it. Like, Even it though I'm tired, I'm like, super excited. No, no. Yeah. And the fans appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking a few minutes to oh, chat brother. with us. Of course, Jeremy. anytime. It's man. always a blast. We'll have to actually hook up and do like a proper online hour dig into it sometime. Dig into Highlander. Set, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything that. else, bro. Very cool. Thank you very much, Jeremy no Adams. Problem. Everybody look out for Flash Gordon. <laughs> Well, as we drop by here at New York Comic Con to see our good friend Michael Kingston, the creative force behind Headlocked Comic, you guys can't see this, but I am currently pulling up my phone to show Michael a snapshot I took of a post from October 14th, 2014, the very first time that Michael appeared on this podcast. Now, I'm not sure what show that actually was. I feel like maybe Motor City? No, it was, I think it was for the Kickstarter, wasn't it? Was it just straight up online? Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't live? I don't believe so. Okay, that's what it might have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 2014. Here we are, yeah. nearly a decade later. Back then, it was you, the king, and a comic book. Now... Things have grown a little bit. Tell us about this decade adventure, Michael. So I started off just by writing Headlocked, um, you know, and it actually started well before The King. It was just me wanting to make a cool wrestling comic, and then I was lucky that a lot of wrestlers liked it. Eventually I managed to convince Jerry Lawler to do my covers. We started hitting shows up, and then a lot of wrestlers who liked the comic wanted to do some stuff, so it spun into a whole new anthology series called Tales from the Road, where I co-create different... Uh, fictional stories with wrestlers um, we've done them with like maybe 40 different guys at this point I mean everybody you know Ric Flair Cody Rhodes Kenny Omega Sergeant Slaughter uh, Adam Cole Jay White Booker T you name it top guys Hall of Famers current stars um, and they're a lot of fun you know we uh, 
We do, uh, you know, I'm doing one with Trish Stratus right now. Um, oh, cool. That'll be... Uh, Shout out to Canada. Yes, yes. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've had a lot of prominent Canadians, Christian Absolutely, as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so we're, uh, we're working on some stuff. Um, but, yeah, we, uh, it's fun to sort of jam creatively on stories with people that you respect as a creator. Some of the tales that we do are adapted from real-life situations. Some of them are as simple as, you know, I did a story with Switchblade Jay White that is, uh, what if Willy Wonka was a wrestling school and not a chocolate factory, and what would that look like? <laughs> you know, so nice. we, uh, we do a lot of fun stuff. Um, and like I said, it's fun to see. I always think it's fun to see people who you admire as a creator to sort of step outside of their comfort zone maybe and do something a little bit different. So... Uh, it must be cool to see the uniqueness of the different people you work with, too. I'm sure some people, like, take right to it. Some mm -hmm. people maybe struggle a little. Yeah, I mean, every collaboration has been different. Um, every story has been different. I mean, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, wrestlers, I think, the one thing that is, is sort of constant, though, is I think wrestlers, by their nature, are storytellers. They tell stories in the ring. If you've ever spent any time with a bunch of wrestlers, they just basically trade stories back and forth, you know. They tell stories in their matches. They tell stories between their matches. So, I mean, their whole lives are dedicated to storytelling. So having the, uh, you know, they understand it. They understand the story structure, how you build stuff and whatnot. Right. So sometimes we sit down and we just, uh, we sort of hash out a concept and then I'll write it and then I'll send it to them for notes. We go back and forth. Some guys have submitted like, you know, whole pro stories that I've adapted. Um, it's, awesome. it's it's like I said, it's different for everybody. Sometimes the guys try to storyboard them out for me. Uh, really? I get... Uh, Do a lot of them draw? Or a lot of them, like, artistically? Not, not, not like uh, storyboard in, like, uh, you know, in a sure. sense of, like, the art, but, you know, sort of more the art direction, I guess. Okay. You know, so, sort of stick figure thumbnail type things sure, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, it's uh, it's cool they're that involved. Oh though, yeah, no, it's know? been one of the one of the funnest things I've gotten to do, and um, it's uh, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of wrestling content out there. There's a lot of people that do wrestling stuff, but there's nobody that does what we do. Not at all. Like you did start some shit um, that has you know definitely kind of bled out into other areas of the industry, and it's cool because. I, like some of these younger wrestlers coming up, like Danhausen, these were already comic book fans. These right, right. Are, you know, these are toy collectors. Yep. And we've done uh, we've done a couple exclusives with Danhausen that uh, were we had a we did an exclusive at San Diego with Brody and Danhausen, and uh, we did the Wolverine number eight cover. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's I mean, awesome, we sold dude. we sold that thing out in about an hour and a half. Oh uh, really? Oh yeah. yeah I'm not surprised. Yeah. I and it's funny because like different wrestlers have different fan bases, right? So like. Danhausen had a bigger line at San Diego Comic Con than Ric Flair did when I had Ric Flair. Wow. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. you know, for that audience, Danhausen is probably as good of a, you know, the, he's the Ric Flair of a Comic Con wrestling sure. audience. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been, you know, I knew Danhausen before he had makeup on. So oh, like, really? I've known so many of these. I mean, so many of these guys were on the indies and now they're on top and it's, it's, so much fun to watch wrestling now just from a soul soul point of watching people i know hey, do man, well. same thing. our mutual friend anthony ruckazer um you know anthony yes kingdom uh yeah i talked yeah, to him i talked yeah, to him uh, anthony, several yeah. times a week yeah he uh it's also fun because like uh shit where was i fucking going with that i just completely forgot 
don't know. Either way. Um, oh yeah, no, he says the same thing. Like, right. cause like he's been in the scene for so long, he's wrestled sure. with a lot of these guys. And then you'll see them on TV and be like, that's cool. That's my friend that I spent years traveling with. You know. You know, they call him the handsome genius, <laughs> and he's so handsome that he made you lose your train of thought as soon as he I, entered your brain. He does that a lot. He, yeah, like he, daily. <laughs> it was it was a miracle I was able to keep my uh, my thoughts on track. Nice. <laughs> um, are you gonna come back up to Canada soon? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. I've been dying to come back to Toronto. It's uh, it's a city that I love. Um, it's not super far, and I love Montreal. I'd like to do a show in Montreal. Montreal Comic Con's amazing. I'm uh, I live three hours show. from it. I live in Albany, so oh, okay, I'm not yeah. super far. I just yeah. it's always bumped with stuff that I've been guests at. Like every year, I feel sure. like I'm gonna do it, and they're like, oh, I'm booked here, I'm booked here. So. Well, where we got to get you hooked up is uh, he's actually here. If he's around, maybe I can introduce you. But Carlos, who is the owner of Gotham Central uh-huh. uh, Comics. Uh, Pretty much the biggest comic shop in Canada, definitely Ontario sure. at this point. And uh, whenever AEW comes through town, he's now kind of become the place where they stop in. Oh, nice. So, nice. like, they'll tell each other. Like, last time they came through, like, somebody was like, Danhausen, go do, like, your toy thing right, right. at Gotham. So, I think, like, a couple guys came through throughout the oh, days. Nice. And it's cool. nice because they make no announcement. They just come and they shop. Yeah. And they have a great time and they hang out. They take pictures with fans and they're always so nice. Very, you know, very cool. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Uh, congratulations, man. It's been amazing to watch this grow over the past 10 years because I know, like, I've seen it. You've been pretty open about your ups and downs. There were some rough times during the pandemic. And uh, here you are, still fucking plugging away, man. It's hard. It's hard to be like, you know, I am a rowboat on the ocean of wrestling and comics. And, like, the (laughs) landscape changes, you know, like a company like AEW opens up. That... That gives me some opportunities, but it also makes things difficult for me in different ways. So, you know what I mean? Like, you, you just have to, you have to be responsive, you know, and luckily I'm, I'm a, just a, I'm one guy, I do everything related to headlock that's not art. Um, right, right, right. So I, you know, I have to be flexible, I have to evolve, I have to, you know, change with the times, and, uh, and you know, I try to do that as much as, uh, as much as my old ass can. Well, guys, if you ever go to a show and see Headlock's booth, you're going to see that he's actually made something quite fucking awesome out of all this. So, uh, congratulations, Michael. Keeps getting bigger and bigger. I'm so happy for you, dude. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, all you wrestling fans, this is like seriously cool shit. Tales from the Road is like an awesome series. So, get online, follow Headlocked wherever you can. You're on all the socials, right? Yep, everything is Headlocked Comic. It's one word, and it's, uh, it's all me, so... If you got questions, you know, hit me up. Very cool. Thanks so much, Michael. Thank you so much. Right on. Exciting times here at New York Comic Con with writer Mr. Eric Palicki. How's the weekend going, sir? It's going great. Thanks for asking. Having fun? Yeah, I'm always having fun. Do you do the show every year? I have done this show every year, save for one since it started. That's amazing. Was it the pandemic that yep. killed? That was the yeah. one that I missed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, actually, I've had to miss like three years just because of Canadian border nonsense, right? They won't sneak you through. Was, no, nobody no, will sneak you through. For a in while a trunk. there, there was like, no, pretend America doesn't exist because you ain't going there. <laughs> so we were we were stuck in the frozen tundra. Yeah. You know, that's all uh, right. You're based out in Cali, right? Uh, Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, okay, Pacific Northwest. Cool. It's a bit of a trek for you to get over on this. Yeah, side, yeah, then, right? no, yeah. I uh, but I make this sh- time for this show. I've got good friends that live here in in the city, so it's it's a social event as much as it is nice. to nice. be out here for the Comic Con. I think I first met you uh, at Motor City. 
Have you done Motor City Comic Con? I have never. Detroit? I have only ever done Motor City as a fan. Okay. But I'm from Ohio originally, so oh, it's just right up I-75 there. Right, right. I think you may have been attending because I think that's the time that I actually met you was at Motor City. I used to go to that show every year. It was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I believe you have a Kickstarter currently going. No. Uh, we have a Kickstarter that's starting in uh, middle of the month okay. for Tox. Okay. Uh, which is actually, it's being run by Wolven Press. Evan Carruthers is a game designer. Oh, cool. He came to me at the tail end of the pandemic. He had a story he really wanted to tell. Uh, kind of, uh, he, he wanted to kind of capture the emotions of uh, the experience he had with his wife giving birth during the pandemic. And oh, it's, wow. uh, it's sort of a, a, a Mad Max meets Children of Men story. Oh, it's wow. about a woman who becomes pregnant at a point in time in humanity where the thought is that this is the end of, of humanity. No one is, everyone is barren. No one can have children. And uh, somehow this woman becomes pregnant. And what does that mean when most humans have given up hope? Yeah, that's a great idea to explore, man. Children of Men was a dope movie. Yeah. That movie made you think about things. Yes. You know? And this yeah. one, we ramped the action up to 11. There's, you know, mutants and monsters and biker cool. gangs. and Yeah, yeah. Nice, so. nice. Uh, tell us a little bit about Manticore. Manticore? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Manticore was a Kickstarter I ran uh, last year. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, it's a done-in-one story. It was a 46-page graphic novella, but it's done in an oversized... Uh, like European format oh, hardcover cool. right. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and it uh, it's about a, a woman uh, directionless 26 year old woman in Seattle she inherits her grandmother's pet monster now of okay. course of course she didn't know monsters existed uh, let alone that grandma kept one as a pet so it kind of throws her into this larger supernatural mystery that sounds fun uh, she, she starts to learn about the secret machinery of the world okay that sounds very rad you got anything else going on you want to shout uh, out to the people or? uh you know just uh uh blacksmith volume two from ahoy comics wraps up uh in two weeks as as we're recording this uh right that'll on. be in stores and then the trade will be in stores in february and you of course can always order uh volume very one rad. from final finer lcs's everywhere very cool uh one last question when are we going to get your ass up to canada <sighs> Well, I gotta renew my passport. As soon as that happens, I'll get up yeah, there. Yeah, you can come up and do a fan expo show with you. I would love to. I, can, I, I, love I can to. help make it happen. All so right, yeah. I'd love to have you up there to visit, man. Yeah, I'm super excited. I miss Toronto. You know, you being, have been then? Oh yeah, being yeah. being from the the Midwest, you know, that's where we'd drive up to to drink when we were oh, 19, 20 years right. old, right? Yeah, so things were a little easier. Yeah. Very cool. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time. No, of course. Chat with us for a few minutes. Kids, check out Eric Palicki, especially on Instagram, because his Instagram is a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thank that. you very much, no sir. Thank you. Cool. Thank you.